You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. Got a question about healthcare, dieting, exercising? Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Ron Young. Good morning. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show. Of course, myself and the MedPoint team will be joining you every weekend the 9.30 half hour on AM 980 here. Um, we have a lot of things to talk about. I have a couple of uh, um, of my team members with me. Of course, across the table is uh, Peter Martone. Peter, it's been a couple of weeks since we last had you on the show. How have you been doing? I've been good, Ron. It has been a couple of weeks. Just schedules didn't click, but yeah. I'm back and I'm excited to do this show with you today. Good. As well with Marlis. Marlis, yeah, and Marlis, we've uh, obviously had a couple times. She was on the Christmas special, and uh, where we had Santa Claus on, that was a lot of fun. That was awesome. That was, yeah. I listened to that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's not very often you get such special guests on, right? But we're we're always fishing for them every week. I mean, we uh, go through the A list of celebs, and then of course the B list of celebs, and it eventually dwindles its way down to uh, the Z list or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, we have a lot of things going on at MedPoint right now. Obviously, the 13-week challenge, again, in full swing. Yeah, Peter, you're training Brad Gibb, boss Brad for the FM96 crew. Mm -hmm. How are things going with him? Ron, they're going great. We had Brad in this week for his first few sessions. We got him in for measurements, and you can see online at the... Our website and, and on what other website was that? The right? FM ninety six. Yeah, yeah, and all, on Facebook, of course, we're going to be pumping it on social media. Yeah, all of his information is there. Yesterday we had a great session for the NIST mm-hmm. one. Got him really sweating really well. So good. I think he'll 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 do well in this this thirteen weeks. So yeah, I think so. And one of the interesting points about Brad was um, when he had his initial assessment, the comprehensive medical that we put all of our thirteen week clients through. Um, they, they wanted to send him for a stress test just so that you could have, you know, what heart rates to work at. Mm -hmm. So it's again, showing our medical integration within the program. And it's also saying, look, Brad, we need to keep you around these heart rates in order for you to get the most out of this workout. Yep. Uh, let's do that. So it's just, again, that extra care that you get with the MedPoint team. Yeah. With these guidelines now I can use to build this program properly in another location, maybe those mm-hmm. guidelines wouldn't have been developed and maybe other issues could arise. So yeah. it's good that we have these things and going forward, we, we know what we're doing. And working with you, Pete, I trust that you're going to do a great job. I mean, it's it's easy to say that you're probably one of the top 10 kinesiologists in, in the city of London, right? Uh, <laughs> say whatever you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> Marlis, what do you think? Now, you have a few uh, 13-week clients as well. And, of sure. course, because of patient privacy, well, Brad Gibb kind of signed his life away, so we can talk about him all <laughs> we want. But uh, with your patients, we can't reveal any names or stats. But how do you feel your clients are doing from kind of start to, to finish uh, with, with their programs? You know what? Everyone's doing really well. And it's just it's encouraging, especially as a kid, to see that in when people have come in with injuries or with certain goals that they want to achieve. And, you know, as we make our way throughout the program and we reach the end and we see those goals being achieved and we see, you know, injuries go, doing better and being able to do things that they couldn't yeah. do 13 weeks ago is really encouraging. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. So awesome, guys. Well, it sounds like everything's going well. And Marlis, heck, I'd say that you're one of the top 10 kinesiologists. Why, thank you, Ron. Well, so. Um, we got a lot of stuff to get to today. Obviously, the mailbox is flooded this week. Uh, we we want to focus a lot on the articles, though, because we have a lot of articles that have come up and, and a lot of important points. Uh, 
Pete obviously did a lot of research this week, and we kind of were were tossing some ideas back and forth, mm-hmm. and and we kind of came down to this exercise uh, and diseases, specifically Alzheimer's, and how it's affecting. And this this article was actually from the Globe and Mail. So, Pete, you want to open us up on this subject? Give us a bit of background information on it. Yeah, well, we know that Alzheimer's is, is a terrible disease, and it it affects the brain specifically, and how. It kind of disintegrates and disintegrates, and mm. eventually you, you, you can't remember things, you can't talk, and, and it just really kills us all. Mm-hmm. Um, these articles are looking at how the brain is um, almost plastic. We used to believe that it was very rigid and we couldn't change it. Once things happened, they, yeah. were, they were stuck. But now we're learning that the brain is neuro- neuroplasticity is what we call it, and how we can mold it and yeah. create new connections and try to f- counter these, these debilitating diseases. Mm-hmm. So... Um, there was a study done by Eric Kendall, and it and it looked at this specifically uh, Alzheimer's and this disease, and um, it it focused on. The, sorry, here the thing I liked about the study was large sample groups, yes. so one hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. participants, mm-hmm. Uh, and over a seventeen year period. So there's, you know, that's a good chunk of time. It's a good amount of people to say, look, these results came from this. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's it's pretty cut and dry, I think. Yeah, and it's, it showed that um, if you did regular exercise, you had a 40% decreased risk of dying from Alzheimer's, which mm. is unbelievable. Yeah, it, it, It's 40%, almost half the issues that come, we, we can counter them just by exercising. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing as you age is obviously quality of life is a big, big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't – it's, it's kind of tough because when people get to that point – and they're, you know, in their 70s, 80s, they just kind of think, oh, this is the way things are. Mm-hmm. I might as well just give up, go with the flow. But research is now indicating, and, and it's been picking up a lot of steam over the past 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. saying, you know what, exercise, because it does slow the shrinking of the hippocampus. Yeah, which, which, is, which is the target for memory. And yeah. the exercise, uh, when comparing two groups who don't exercise and exercise, over a period of time, mm-hmm. it decreased, I think, by 3% over, I can't remember, the five years or something yeah. with without exercise. And um, imagine losing that much of a very vital piece of your brain. Yeah, I so, know. Yeah, so that's really dangerous. Touching back on what you were saying about um, believing in, like if you have that mindset that you're that this is the way it's going to be and I'm, I'm, I'm this age and I'm going to my sore bones when I wake up in the morning. That also is a negative for affecting your brain. If you really believe that something's going to happen, mm-hmm. you're more likely for that to happen. It, it, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing organ, that brain. It just, if you really believe something, maybe those things can happen. Yeah. Um, Marlis, I don't know if you've had anybody in your family who's been affected by this uh, disease, but, um, you know, it's, it's that type of thing where we need to make sure the encouragement comes from surrounding family members yeah 100 percent. Right? i totally agree with that um and just kind of exactly what pete said you know it's very easy if if you're the one suffering from that to 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 get negative and to think you know there's no way out that you know it's just going to get worse from here but keeping you know if there's someone around you who's suffering from that helping to keep their spirits up is going to overall help them and mm-hmm. you know can lead to positive changes so yeah yeah great well um you know, we might take a commercial break right here. Uh, a lot of great topics are, are have uh, come up with this. And, and, you know, it's just encouraging to see the results and also to see where the research is heading from here because they're certainly not through yet. No. Um, obviously, this doesn't cure Alzheimer's. We know no. that there is no cure at this point. 
But if we can certainly slow and delay uh, either the onset or the without all these effects, medications, it's just exercise. Exactly, simple, simple medicine. Get in the gym, get working out, and it's never too late. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's one thing. It's it's never too late to start to start exercising because you can stop or slow the effects as soon as you're you're performing better or, or exercising, feeling better. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and whether you're 70, 80, 90, I mean, exercise is for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's important to know that. Everybody has different starting points. Yeah, and you just, you just tailor it to whatever the population is. Yeah, Everybody exactly. has their own starting point, like you just said. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Right after uh, these messages, we'll be back. We'll be talking about more relevant health articles in the news today. You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. The most interesting health news, advice, and your calls at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Once again, here's your host, Ron Young. I want to welcome everyone back to the program here. Thanks for tuning in. Of course, myself and the MedPoint team will be joining you every Saturday uh, on the 9.30 half hour, talking about all things health and fitness related. Now, uh, joining me this week, of course, Peter Martone and uh, Marlis Kirkpatrick. Thank you guys for being on the show again. Um, when we left, we were talking about uh, exercise and disease. Uh, we specifically talked about Alzheimer's, how exercise can slow the uh, effects, the mm-hmm. deterioration of the brain centers that can uh, you know, impact us with Alzheimer's. Um, so... We want to encourage everyone to just keep exercising. If you've been diagnosed with, with something like this, with cancer, with diabetes, whatever it is, exercise and clean eating is certainly one of the best things that you can do it's, for yourself. It's more research. It's, it's proving the same point that, like you just said, yeah. exercise mm-hmm. and a clean, healthy diet is one of the best things you can do. Mm-hmm. And the amazing thing, it's it's not just for preventing Alzheimer's. There's so many chronic conditions and diseases that, you know, you may be predisposed to and have that genetic background, but a lot of it is dependent on lifestyle, right? So, you know, you take that health into your own hands and keep that part as your lifestyle. I heard this thing that we're we're all born with a a loaded gun and it's whether, um, how, if we want to pull the trigger or not, we can, we can remove the bullets with what we do. Yeah. Or we can keep the bullets in and with our, depending on our lifestyle, pull the and trigger shoot or yourself in the foot almost, right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and we don't want people to get discouraged either because this is showing it's never too late. Exercise is for everyone. And, uh, of course, with proper lifestyle changes, and that's what it is. It's about lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. It's not a magic mm-hmm. bullet fix. It's not, I'm going to take this pill uh, and, and my issues are going to be solved. This is, I need to better myself. Uh, I need the support of ones around me. Um, and and I think, too, for, for even people who are hurt, uh, just refusing to exercise because they think, oh, I don't want to push my body in this way and that way. Well, sometimes the worst thing you can do for yourself when you get hurt is nothing. Exactly. Right? And and you think, I just got to rest and heat this. And, well, that's all great. But if you're losing muscle and, and support to that structure, then, you know, you're not doing it, yourself any good. It may be it. a rough patch just starting out if you if the beginning, and it always is. But mm-hmm. once you're able to get past that, the the possibilities are, like, endless for that you can you can find. Just, yeah. Like, we touch on so many different things through these, these shows that, and every single time, it's back yeah, to health and back exercise. Back to health and exercise. Yeah. Like, Common like you just put our show on repeat, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there are a lot of great services that you can take advantage at MedPoint. Obviously, we have dietitian services, so if you have benefits uh, that will cover that, we can get you in and 
obviously Brianna can help set you up with a good meal plan. Uh, as well, obviously, training with myself, with Peter, with Marlis, with one of the other fabulous individuals we have working on our team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can put you through workouts. We can be accountable to you. And the 13-week program that, that obviously Taz and Brad are going through right now uh, that Andrew Lawton did previously, Andrew's still exercising. You know, that's great to see Tony mm-hmm. still exercising. Tony Ross is still exercising. Um, so, it, it, you know, this is showing, like, these people have made a lifestyle change. They're committed, mm-hmm. and we're accountable to them now. We, you know, if you have your gym membership on your own, I'm not saying people don't have the willpower, but let's face it: in negative 20 degree weather, how bad do you want to go to the gym, mm-hmm. right? You might just say, "Oh, I'll skip today," and then today's skipped. Well, now you're sliding. It's a slippery slope. I'll wait because, till Monday. Yeah. Then I'll yeah. wait till next month. But if you have somebody uh, looking over you. On your case. Yeah, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome that we were able to get the uh, radio radio people in. One guy I want to see, I talked to him on Thursdays, is that Craig Needles. That'd be awesome to get him in and working out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, get him sweating. But uh, maybe the next go around we can try and get him. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, we're talking exercise, exercise, exercise. Um, Pete, we uh, touched on this other article here. Which is better, cardio or strength training? Mm -hmm. And this is a question that's been asked several times. uh, And, you know, we seem to have some different answers earlier on, maybe a few years ago. But now it's kind of becoming a bit clearer. Yeah. And and there was an article out of the Harvard School or a study out there that said that if people were skipping the barbells and only using the aerobic um, side of the training, they saw less impressive results. So Mm. they didn't accomplish as much as their goals they wanted to. So... This study, um, they followed participants over 12 years from 1996 to 2008. Mm-hmm. And um, the participants um, or completed vigorous activity, 20 minutes per day. Um, if they only did that, car- that um, cardio component, mm-hmm. their waistline reduced by an average of 0.33 centimeters. But if they combine that with weight training, yeah. the average weight, the waistline circumference loss was 0.67 centimeters. So that's over a, uh, a 12-year span, over 10,500 healthy individuals. So that's a lot of people, a great sample size again. Yeah. Um, and, and again, knowledge pointing towards um, weight training is just as or more important than just the mm-hmm. cardio component. Yeah. And it's, it's sure. I mean, it's great to... Uh, obviously in the gym, Marlis, you can talk about this, but we do a lot of functional movements. We involve a lot of different muscle groups exactly, yeah. uh, to burn more calories and to strengthen the joints and, mm-hmm. and just c- cut and tone mm-hmm. a little bit more. Yeah. And, you know, it is important to combine the both and, you know, it's very easy to get hung up on the cardio. And I get that question all the time. Like, you know, I'm doing all my cardio. Why, why is, am I not seeing quicker results? Mm. And it is about combining. And I know even for myself too, Ron, as you know, I am a runner. I'm training right now to do triathlon. Yeah. And just with the high amounts of cardio that's going into my schedule, I have to make sure I set time to get my weights in at least two times a week because, yeah. you know, when you are doing that, you are, you start to work on eating a little bit of lean mass when you're just doing strictly that's, that's cardio, right? Yeah. So you want to make sure you're maintaining that lean mass and not letting it wear down. So for sure, yeah. combining them, that's definitely the best way to go about it. Well said. Yeah, and, and the weight training goes hand in hand too with the cognitive functioning because, um, you know, with our brain, with this neuroplasticity that you're talking about, Peter, and we touched on in the first uh, article, when we train, when we exercise our bodies, 
our brain sends signals to those muscle groups. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that we're hitting lots of different muscle groups. Because if you can imagine for a second, if those connections get interrupted or those connections just aren't bridged quickly enough, Mm -hmm. um, then, you know, maybe it will result in poorer uh, muscle functioning. And our brain also then isn't being as active in communicating with our body. So when we do weight training, we get a lot of cognitive functioning. Uh, You have to think a lot, a lot of blood flow up to the brain and and away from the brain. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just good overall. So we looked at another study. um, It looked at um, 155 women aged 65 to 75. And this involved researchers at the University of British Columbia found that those assigned to a year of once or twice weekly resistance training program showed measurable improvement in cognitive ability. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So think cognitively, think memory, think... Uh, Back to the Alzheimer's thing. Yeah. yeah. Everything that, that you're thinking, you're, you're strategizing, you're, you're problem solving. If everybody's going to work tired, you know, how productive is that? Um, so I, I think it is good to make sure that, that we are exercising for body for mind uh, for disease prevention and that's what we like to promote at MedPoint we like to say be proactive with your health you know mm-hmm. it, it's never too late but say I'm going to take those steps and I'm going to you know get in for a medical I'm going to be proactive I'm going to take these steps to better myself you don't have to wait for a heart attack you don't have to wait for that mm-hmm. stroke to happen get in you know, get active and get eating better. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes. And you know what's kind of funny, Ron? I remember um, when I was back in uh, university, I had a friend who uh, wanted to start exercising. However, she wanted to, you know, eat better and lose some weight first before she actually went into the gym. And I, to me, that was just mm-hmm. crazy. Like, that's the whole purpose. So like how you said, like, don't wait for certain things to happen. Just take yeah. it. Today's a new day and use that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, one other thing we wanted to touch on, and we'll do it quickly. I know we're kind of winding down with the time in the show, but the heartless man, because this was a really interesting article and we wanted to chat about it a little bit. Um, Pete, what can you tell us about this guy? I just I, I stumbled upon this thing, and it was fairly interesting that this, this man, Craig Lewis, he, he had 12 to 24 hours to live. His heart was filled with protein billups and, and yeah, failing. It, failing. He had nothing left, and... These two doctors, um, Billy Cohn and Bud Fraser, they, they developed this thing that they tested on calves. Yeah. 50 calves where they replaced the heart with... Completely. Completely. Heart completely gone with this continuous flow device, kind of yeah. a turbine that continuously flows the blood through the body. So instead of having a pulse... So if you were to take this person through him through an ECG, he'd, have, he'd be flatlined. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to feel his pulse, he'd have no pulse. But it's just a silent hum where his heart or his this turbine would pump the blood continuously yeah. through the body. And um, the next day after this surgery, he was up functioning. He, he was chatty yeah. um, without a pulse. How unbelievable is this, this technology That's that we're, awesome. we're kind of getting to? It, Can you imagine being in that bed and saying, Craig, you know, you don't have long to live, but we could try this. We've done it on 50 cows. You know, yeah. we could, we could, we could give it a go. Yeah. I mean, when it's your last resort, when yeah. you're, when you're practically on your deathbed, I think, mm-hmm. you know, you got to take the chance and, and this leads us to believe that, you know, maybe we can do it with other, uh, individuals to save lives. And, 
um, if his quality of life, uh, if he continues to go through life and, mm-hmm. and it's working fine, great. Yeah. You know, it's not an excuse to, to live a poor lifestyle, though. No, but it, it kind of shows how far that we've come with, with, mm-hmm. with technology and how we're able to kind of take out that physiological process that's been so rooted in everything yeah. for the last millions of years, just the heartbeat, and replacing it and still living. It's, it's yeah. what's next. Yeah, I know. Marla, some of your clients say that you're pretty heartless in your workouts and giving yes. out your workouts. So. Yeah, they do. I get that a lot. Do you have a, a turbine inside you right now? Is that what's it's pumping a, the it's, blood? It's a secret. I have a <laughs> secret weapon. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's awesome to see these technological advances. And, and I saw this device, too, that was like a pacemaker except uh, for obese people. And you could actually like, get a pump of, of whatever it was to try and... Uh, resist cravings of certain foods and stuff, which is like, you know, are we all going to be relying on robotics uh, in the The coming year 3000? So I think it's time that we take our health in our hands. Come to MedPoint, visit us on the web. It's uh, medpoint.ca. Of course, you can email myself if you have any questions. It's ron at uh, medpoint.ca. and uh, that's that about does it for this show. I feel like Don Cherry every week, you know, I never have enough time for this and Pete, you can be Ron McLean and yeah, I'll keep Marlis, you're the Cassie Campbell, okay? All right. <laughs> there we, go. we got the whole Perfect. crew here. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> anyway, that does it for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us, and we'll be back next week, okay? So we encourage everybody to call in, write in, email us, uh, you know, any way you want to get a tweet us, Instagram us, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, take care. That's all.